Letters. Welcome back to the Blunt Letters podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name's Michaela Superstar. It's your turn. And I'm Electric. (laughs) (laughs) I was like to surprise you in the intro there. We also have Gerbil, but tonight he's John B. Because that's what we first knew him as. And every 10 episodes, Gerbil transforms like a butterfly into his old self as just a guest on the show. So we have no Googler. Yeah, this is when I get to be on the mic. Yeah. Welcome yeah. back to the show. This Can you great. beatbox? Uh, no. I okay, might be cool. able to. Let me try it a little bit. Let me get a couple more of these ciders up in me. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, know, you know how I get when I'm on. You know how I get when I'm on the ciders. I know. <laughs> Johnny Appleseed so, over here. Dude, you already Deep answered cut. my first question. What are you drinking? Oh yeah. No oh, yeah. Cider. <laughs> dude, you're totally butthead on Beavis. Who? John, he just did the, he just did the, oh, yeah, that's totally, that's totally butt Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know that's right, right? right. <laughs> and then I go, yeah, 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 and then he, and then butt goes, oh, yeah. It's, one of my, it's like one of my favorite things about him. So I want to be saying something fucked up, and butt and butthead's just like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I do that all the time, too. Uh, I know you, yeah. <laughs> You're drinking what now, crab apples? Drinking uh, angry, the old Angry Orchard. Mm. Ooh, mm-hmm. I, yeah. One of my how faves. You like those? How do you like those? They're good. Which I one? Mean, the Crisp Apple? That's the blue yeah, label. Yeah, the Crisp Apple. Yeah. I know. I do it like is. the Rosé one, too. But, do you? But, yeah, I do. They're good. I don't like that. I don't like yeah. that. They're good. I don't like the Green Apple, either, but I like the Crisp. That's my favorite. But, yeah, this is, this is the best one. Bro, have you tried their cinnamon one? No. It comes that's out... In the fall? Oh, yeah. Holy shit. It's so good. That sounds like around now-ish. Mm-hmm. It only comes in the variety packs. Bullshit. Oh, that's oh. okay. I got you. So you have to get, like, a pumpkin one and an apple one, cinnamon one. But anyway, yeah. totally Dude, worth it. Is the pumpkin one good? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably great, too, though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Am I a white girl? Yeah. That reminds yeah. me of when we went to the Big E in Massachusetts, and we got mm-hmm. those... Pumpkin beers Sam from Sam Adams, mm. and they had a cinnamon sugar rim. Girl, we've done that. I was like, this is so New England. It was New England. Dude, yeah. we've done that since. I bought that uh, vanilla bean paste or whatever from Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. It's like vanilla beans. It's not, it's like, I don't know. It's like sugar and vanilla beans all ground up. And then we put cinnamon in it, remember? And I tried to recreate that. Oh, mm. yeah. That was good. It was good. Anyway. Good John, idea. you should... You should get it out there because, oh, wait, do you drink regular beer? I don't think you, Sometimes, you usually yeah. drink beer. Yeah, I, I haven't really been drinking too much lately. I, yeah, I drank I drank White Claws for a while. I used to I used to drink a lot of beer, and then I switched to White Claws, and now I'm kind of just whatever, you know? Yeah. 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 It's Sake nice to have a pumpkin beer here and there. I have that. some in the fridge. I might have one in a little bit. We got the, mm. the, 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 the uh, local brand, Montauk Beer Company. Got the, got nice, the those are out. good. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, make a good. really good watermelon ale that we used to drink. Yeah, the their beach. watermelon is very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, I had that gif of me on the beach eating a donut and drinking a beer, and I was like, yeah. working on my beach oh, pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. This is this empowering. Uh, cool. What are you drinking? Me? Oh, I got me? a little pep in my step. Um, okay. I have a, what do you call it? Green tea. <laughs> what? Just green tea? 
peach green tea. No, with some of that gin that we drink, the French one in the blue bottle with the Ooh, s- Citadel. Yeah, Citadel with the flavors of summer or whatever has like the oranges and lemons and melons. Suntan lotion. Yeah. It's Umbrellas. Shrimp. Oh, um yeah, cute. so that's that's what I got in this cup and I just put some plain seltzer in it to make it a little seltery, but oh, um Michaela and I were talking about having a little bit of caffeine tonight so we can uh you know, keep it snappy. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, cuz we're talking poop chronicles. Yeah. I had coffee, so I'm pepped. I had a kratom before we started. Nice. Oh, nice. What are you drinking now, Michaela? So, I made a drink called Mando cream. Because <laughs> it's so gross. And it's mandarin orange absolute vodka and orange cream or orange vanilla seltzer, but it tastes like a creamsicle. So I always like Ooh. add cream to the title. Ooh. And I was like, Mandarin, Mando. And I was like, Mando cream. Because we all know he's hot. <laughs> so it's that, it's those two things plus lime. Because whatever, I throw lime in everything. That's it. Yum. It's so good. Yeah. I feel like, oh, you know, I bet would be really good as a tahine rim next time. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. That would have been killer. Or sprinkle some on top maybe next time I go out to the kitchen. Because I feel like it needs a little spiciness or something. It would be perfect. You want to kick kick some, uh, give it a little kick? I want to like do that after I drink it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought about making a hot toddy tonight, but I didn't think it was mm. cold enough. That's it's not. It's so nice here, man. I just went outside with like a light sweatshirt on. I was like almost warm, and it was like that in a nightgown. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's like sixty-five it's like... outside right now. <laughs> yeah, it's really warm. Yeah, it's been so nice here too. I don't know what it is right now. Global warming gonna yeah. kill us all. It's good for now though. It's fifty-nine right <laughs> now. Yeah, it's nice out. It's good for now. <laughs> so we're all yeah. burnt up so Michaela you have uh, something to share with us tonight oh yeah that we had talked about in a previous episode yeah I got astronaut ice cream because we were talking about it and I was like man I really want to have it again and also I thought it'd be funny like I was like oh I'm going to get everyone astronaut ice cream for Christmas you know like wouldn't that be funny and it's not cheap so I was like, you know, maybe I should just get one, see if it tastes like absolute garbage. And I was just a queer kid and like, <laughs> wrong. I was just wrong, you know. So before I bought a whole bunch of it, to like stocking stuff, I was like, I'm going to buy one. So I bought it and I waited so that we could eat it together. It's also not even um, astronaut ice cream. So like I could get that, but it was more expensive. This is actually just a mountain house dehydrated ice cream so it's like it's the same thing but actually apparently hikers eat this all the time and it's not that fucking special so i felt kind of dumb too i was like oh it's a survival like hiking food yeah mountain houses their their uh scrambled eggs are really good actually oh powdered scrambled eggs yeah yeah see i was like oh wow they have hella food but again i didn't know that so i (laughs) <laughs> yeah i was like i didn't know so i kept calling it astronaut ice cream but apparently it's just and then i f- f- found out because the tiktok that freeze-dried everything is like a big trend right now so i, I don't know how i just too. fall on to these trends but i guess i'm yeah. just born to be a young person hello fellow <laughs> young people 
<laughs> what is this dehydrated foods thing? Like, mm-hmm. what's do people like dehydrate it themselves? Like they Skittles and it? stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I keep seeing on TikTok. Skittles. Skittles. Yeah, they like what freeze they them flat? or something, and then they put them in the freeze in the in the freeze dryer. Like yeah, you can get a, dryer, a yeah. you can get a freeze dryer. I used to work for a, a family that had one. You put them in the would, freezer and then you do something to them. I don't know why they put them in the freezer. I didn't know if that was a real thing or if that you have to make them cold first, maybe, so they don't melt. So I think you freeze them so that when you try to freeze dry them, I think, which is essentially just cooking something at like 200 degrees for a long time, I think, or like 100 and something degrees, um, that they would just come out all puffy and crunchy. So people are doing yeah. all kinds of weird candy in their in their uh, dehydrators, and they're coming out crunchy and fluffy like this. And I'm like, so therefore, but I don't want to buy one. The family I work for were hippies. They made like dehydrated banana chips and organic strawberries and shit like that for their kids. It wasn't in like good. kelp. It was really yeah, good, yeah. but I was like, yeah, yeah. It took up a lot of room. I was like, wow, it's like yeah, a whole yeah. other little oven. Yeah, it's so, a big machine. Yeah. They probably have smaller ones now, but I was mm. like, I would just use it for Skittles. Like, who am I kidding? You know, so don't <laughs> buy that. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm not going to make banana chips. I would put everything in there. You kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw chocolate bars in there and shit. Yeah, ex- oh, yeah, yeah exactly. They ha- Dude, and I, lo- you know, as we talked with uh, Keely, I love, oh, wait, we haven't talked on that yet. It's coming out before them. But as <laughs> we talked about, I really like crunchy things. So I want to make all the things crunch like that. So. Yeah. Crunch. Yeah, they looked like they had that like perfect like airy crunchy. Yeah, it looked awesome. Ugh. Anyway, so without further ado, let's see what this is like, everybody. I'll do it because we share the video. Looks Ooh, like it came ice all cream broken. Sandwich came broken. I'm just kidding. It looks like a candy bar. That's obvious. Yeah, right. And then Lou, you, or you were like confused. This is like as much of a hole as I could get because okay. you were like, it's cold. Like you you put it in the freezer. I'm like, no, dude, it's dry. All right, so. So you just, it's shelf stable. Mm-hmm. Is it taste warm? Does it taste room temperature? It doesn't taste like much until the end. Oh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, oh, it's shit. so weird. It's so weird. It's like a big crunchy crouton. Doesn't have a ton of taste at first, and then at the end it totally tastes like milk like you know that milk candy you can get from japan like like malt like malted milk balls like the inside yeah. of it yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh uh-huh mm-hmm. but like malted milk balls have that taste but like that milk candy you get from japan it's like white the with the rabbit the rap the white rabbits yeah that's what this tastes like kind of at the end mm. and I you like know i like the candy i do too i like the white rabbit so have you had that john no, i don't think so no mm they're like a t- they're like a tootsie roll kind of vibe, but like Japanese candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're, mm-hmm. usually, they're Korean. They're hard uh, to find, like fresh, because they're always hella hard when I buy mm-hmm. them in the store. But if you get them fresh, they're soft. Yo, dude, this is hell. Everyone's getting this shit for Christmas. Yay! Yay! It is a score, and this is vanilla. They make Neapolitan ones, which I remember getting, which are way better. Ooh. So this is just vanilla, and it's still good, but I'm really looking forward to the strawberry or the chocolate. They made yeah, like the a strawberry chi- is probably great. They also make a mint chocolate chip, and I was like, who the fuck told you to do that? <laughs> I, I like mint chocolate chip. It might be great. I like it okay, but... Yeah. I like mint I chocolate chip ice cream. I remember having the Neapolitan one when mm. I went to like the Space Museum when I was a kid. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. This, is, this comes with the little cookies, too, which is interesting. I never had that part before. That's yeah. cute. It's so good. I'm so high though too. Is the cookie like a different texture than the rest of it, or is it all kind of the same? No, 
is completely uniform. Well, actually, let me see. Oh, it is different. Is it? Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us a so description. Like the, the cookie is crumbly, so it's like a really crunchy, like graham cracker. And yeah, if you just eat the ice cream part, it like melts right in your mouth. It's oh. like a, like more like a marshmallow. Or something. Not even a marshmallows don't do that. Oh, like Lucky Charms marshmallows. That's what it's like. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, those are so. That's good. exactly what the fuck these are. That's exactly what they put in that fucking cereal, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my god, those are so good. No wonder those are my favorite. And I used to eat it. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> Dude, I almost said I used to eat that cereal raw. <laughs> what is that no meaning, milk meaning without milk yeah <laughs> you fucking idiot dude what is wrong with me it tastes like yellow i totally am losing my mind um don't touch your art supplies kids um <laughs> dude i love lucky charms without milk they're so much better they're yeah. great all the forms damn hell I'm, yeah i'm never i'm never eating food with water in it again that dehydrated <laughs> everything these asparagus melt in my mouth. Oh my god, I love it. It's so weird. It's not very sweet. And that's why I think I like it, because it's actually not very sweet at all. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But I, and again, disclaimer, listeners, I like really weird food. I've been told multiple times throughout my life that things I said were delicious were weird and off-putting. So... <laughs> and people are like, this vegan jerky does not taste like vegan jerky. I like it. I was like, it. no, it's good. And like, this tastes like dog food. I had someone tell me that jerky tastes like dog food. Rude. And spit Some it dog out. dog food is good, though. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. Tired of being a 4D girl trying to make it in a 3D world. Hey, is there something off about Jim from accounting? Nah, I think he's just French. Do you long for the bland, colorless existence that the great apes celebrate so joyously? Monday weather. Am I right, guys? Jeez, my wife is sure annoying with her depression. Can't wait to go home to my house to drink beer and admire boobs this weekend. Would you like to make mouth sounds with nearby humans without causing irreparable damage to the collective psyche? Wow, I barely remember that the face of God was weeping. Let Totally Terrestrial mask your terrifying eldritch horrors and taste the human experience in all its damp and musty glory. Totally Terrestrial combines state-of-the-art tentacles making droplets with real particles of human sweat and feces. He smells like my dad. Simply spray and watch as you transform into a solid form, perfectly calibrated for the 3D world. Side effects may include an unintended surge of empathy towards the human race. Users may find themselves empathizing with human emotions and even adopting human-like values and concerns. A slight luminescent glow may appear around the user's body, giving off an otherworldly aura. This side effect may lead to increased attention from others, both human and extraterrestrial. Totally terrestrial has changed my way of looking at the world. Now I can finally stand these human flesh bags. I have found it much easier to fit in when I go to my human job. Before, I was very much what the humans called bullied. But now, I'm seeming to only be whereased. Do not combine with corn dogs or other state fair food as you will develop a rash. I used to, <laughs> I used to exist in multiple states states 
in all eras of existence. Now I have depression and am in debt. My terrestrial being has finally stabilized and I am free to travel throughout the other dimensions without worrying about getting stuck in doorways or garbage chutes. I hit a kid with my car. Do not use if you have ever mated with or even had sex with Cthulhu. It will make you into an even more horrible looking creature to the humanoids and send them into a spiral that they will never ever recover. Do not use if you have reversed the flow of space-time for more than 35 minutes on or before the vernal equinox in years ending with 5, 2, and 11. Do not use to trick humans into your gaping mouth to eat them or steal their souls. Be sure to use sunblock when combining with 24 karat gold flakes or chains. <laughs> Do not use if you plan to go outside wearing 24 karat gold or are indoors with 14 karat gold. Do not use if currently possessed or lactating. Totally terrestrial. Order this today before you get ET'd, if you know what I mean. Welcome back to the Blunt Letters Podcast. We're here with our guest, John B. Talking hey. Poop Chronicles. Hey. So, John, yeah. you, you told us about something weird about Bill Gates. Yeah, so I mean, this is yeah, it's it's relatively, I I guess, well known. I didn't know too much about it, but uh, Bill Gates is very, very much into uh, the future of what we do with poop, and uh, you know, he's uh, well known to have drank uh, water extracted mm -hmm. from poop, which with Jimmy Fallon, not, yeah, not the worst idea. There's there's that's a lot of water just going to waste, and you know, you need that absolutely. Shit. Yeah, and limited resource. Yeah, so I mean, why are we just gonna? You know, we already like kind of like I feel like we're as Americans, we're pretty wasteful with it anyway. We just we just shit in clean water. That's like I, that's good that's water what, right there. It's just for for we for bathe in like such clean water, which I know yeah, is yeah, yeah. for the best. But again, you're just like wow, shit, people would drink our bath water. Yeah, after we got so out of the so gladly. Yeah. yeah, like not even. Yeah, it's like, but could you imagine them seeing the water that pours out of our bathtub every day? Yeah, and they're just yeah, like, yeah. are you we fucking just, kidding me? You're gonna we just dump it out. Yeah, and that's why, like, people who've come over to my house know that I often have a bucket or a giant five gallon jug in my bathroom full of the water that comes out when you're trying to heat up your shit. Because I never take a bath. Like, oh my god, yeah. not even. <clears throat> and I want to pretend it's for environmental reasons, but it's way more for like weird. I don't like sitting in people soup reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love but, a like, bath. But um, <laughs> so I take showers, but there is that like few minutes, right? That it takes a minute for the water to heat up, and oh, I put yeah. that all into a a bucket or a jug. And I got to tell you guys, it almost every single time, especially in the winter, even in California, it'll fill up almost the five gallon jug. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. Every shower. And yeah, I use it for my plants. Yeah, yeah my grandma does the same right thing. Yeah, yeah. I use it for my on my onion tree. What the fuck, dude? I am having problems, dude. <laughs> uh, my orange tree and my habaneros <sighs> and my sochitos and my jasmine. And they love it. Yeah. Bath water. They're like bath water. McKenna's bath water. I mean, it's not, I never even put anything. It's pure. That's what I'm saying. Like, we could drink it, honestly. Yeah, if it's I was going to go so down the drain. Picky. If I wasn't so picky, right? Like, John, yeah. if you were in fucking South Africa again, boiling. Oh, I wouldn't drink anybody's bath water. Murder fucking pool yep. water that tastes like fish feces. You would have yeah, loved yeah, yeah. that jug of water. I right? would have loved so that bath water, yeah. 
I can't help think of that every time I, I take a shower. And yeah, it's like, and, and I'm a weirdo. It's like, not a lot of people do that. People are like, what's this thing of water in your bathtub? And I'm like, it's fucking, I feel guilty, right? So Wasn't most there places, some streamer a couple of years ago selling her bath water? And, I like bet. People, and made like a shitload of money selling it? Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Think good about, idea. You could just we put that on the now small. new on the Patreon bath water from any either one, any one of us. That's right. Jar of farts yeah. or bath water from anyone yeah, yeah. you choose. Just let Whatever us know. And I'll even take a bath, <clears throat> I guess, for money. Yeah. I would definitely take a bath for money. I'll probably I'd be a, a bubble bath. bath. Oh yeah. I love a bubble bath. I sound like bath. such a filthy punk rocker. I'm like, I guess yeah. if you pay me, I'll, I'll wash myself. <laughs> <laughs> I take showers, okay? Once or twice a week. So I like them in the winter clean. and warm my bones. <laughs> my bones get cold. Need to submerge them in water. Yeah, I understand. I hear that getting in like a warm bath does feel nice. I'm just like, I'm like far too unhygienic to be like, it's just the, the water's gray as soon as I'm in it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Lupe doesn't understand. We're filthy people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a gross you man. You know? I look down in the water. I'm like, what is that? I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what? Is, where did that come from? Was yeah, that yeah. in my hair? Was it stuck in my butt cheeks? Was that between my toes? Like, where are these sticks and stuff coming from? You yeah, know? Yeah, it's, it's like, like what is that? Like, just straight, oh. like, like, like sediment at the bottom. Like, where's the sediment coming from? Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I can't sit in this. Needs to be washed down the drain immediately, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna clog the drain. And my hairs. Like, I have so much hair, and then you can just see your hairs like coming out, and then they float in the bath. And I'm like, I'm mm. gonna barf. It's like seeing it in your soup. It's like, Bleh. yeah. Nope. I got you. I well, like so, that. but Bill Gates, he felt like you could just drink poop water if it's purified. Well, he was like, yeah, I mean, they were like, the water. Yeah, they were extracting the water itself from the. You can just treat it like any other water. I mean, you think the water that goes through like your city water is probably disgusting, also, right. before mm -hmm. it gets to the treatment plants, you know? Right. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If they didn't clean it, it'd be gross. Nasty. Yeah, yeah, it would it'd be real gross. I heard something. I, I should confirm but um i'll look it up while i'm talking about it but i'm gonna say it first and then find out if it's true um that uh, new york new york city water uh, they, there has these microscopic shrimp that they put in it that um because they because they eat the mosquito larva which is worse Gross. to have in the water so they actually put these so i technically i was the where i read it i don't remember but it's like technically new york city's water is not kosher Oh my god, that's yeah, yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. So okay. many people are going to be upset about that. Yeah. Here we go. From nycfoodpolicy.org. Mm. The article 10 facts you may not know about New York City's drinking water. Number 5. New York City's water contains tiny shrimp called copepods. These microscopic mm. microscopic crustaceans are not actually harmful at all and are instead used to clear the water of mosquito larvae just like you said okay that's microscopic shellfish okay they already aren't kosher like if if jewish people have to think about microscopic levels of shellfish and bugs then they're not kosher if they eat flour and stuff like it's just too late that's too much yeah i mean i think most of the, they don't actually care i mean obviously no, no but there's... no one no god in any heavens will be mad yeah he ain't gonna eating. get mad at that you're like would he rather have you eat the mosquitoes if you can't think... see it it's not food yeah i think the mosquitoes would be dirtier than the than the uh the and the mosquitoes would be just as much shellfish because yeah. insects are shellfish in fact when you True. eat 
crickets and stuff. Yeah. And they have uh, warnings on the back that say, if you're allergic to shellfish, don't eat bugs. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know until I I got crickets and I ate them. Interesting. I ate a cricket. It was all right. It wasn't great. Yeah, it's just like everything you would think it was. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's it's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Tastes exactly like you think it's cricket. Yeah. Like, think about what a cricket would taste like. That's what it is. Yeah. It's not mint, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless they put mint on it. I mean, mine were like Cajun. I don't think crickets are like. I don't think they're just from the South, you know? I don't think they're just from like Louisiana and they're like, oh, we call it Louisiana crickets. They taste like Cajun food. No. They put the spices That'd be on it. Yes. Yeah. No, it was, it was all right. I mean, that's what tastes good. It's like potato chips. That's why crickets are kind yeah, of a exactly. good idea. But then you get the legs stuck in your teeth. And I was like, mm, that's when I said no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, a le- I had one of those little razor blade legs stuck in one of my teeth. And I was like, Eesh. I couldn't get it out. And yeah, they like, get like, this stuck is a little in, your, much. in your throat, too. Yeah, I feel like if you if you remove the legs, you got to mash them. Bodies. Yeah, I think they're exactly. just better mashed up into a paste or a flour. And mm. again, they do let bugs, like Lupe will talk about, they put bugs and they let bugs and insects into our flour. Mm into our foods so i'd probably just rather mash them up and put them in a dumpling or something you know yeah 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 i'm with it bug talk okay we're so, talking about snacks ain't we yeah, <laughs> it, always, it always goes back to snack <laughs> try to talk about one end and we, we end up back Listen, at the other end you saw how big my fat ass was you'd understand so <laughs> i can't help myself i love it i love the snacks i love the way things taste <laughs> yeah they taste like food yeah. The best thing ever. Yeah. Um, not the best. Thing. I mean, second best, let's say. Um, <laughs> so, well, third. Third best. Food is the third best thing ever. So, let's talk about this machine. Can we talk about the machine a little? Because I'm really interested in the Bill Gates water poop water machine that he did. Yeah. So, in 2011, the Gates Foundation launched the Reinvent the Toilet Challenge, calling on scientists and universities to come up with a toilet that didn't require a sewer system to safely dispose of human waste. And it. it has, the foundation has since contributed $200 million to research and development. So, take it away, Michaela. What happened I after love it. that? So, then, Cedron Technologies, which used to be, uh, what were they called? Like, Janicky or something industry yeah, omnipressor and what's interesting is that they used to be in like aerospace military like a lot more like profit seeking things and then all of a sudden just like bill gates they were like hey let's do something like good for the world let's get this 200 million dollars and do something great so that already makes me like weary but anyway they also changed their name to cedron technologies um Again, I don't understand. I think they're trying to get away from maybe like, oh, we used to make war. Fuck. I don't know if they did, but they used to like work for the military. So maybe they're trying to just get away from that. I have no idea. Or maybe it's like a Freemason thing. I don't know. Because now they have like a phoenix as their logo, which is like some whole other can of worms. But anyway, so we get to Cedron Technologies. It's the Janicky Omni Processor. And that was their first endeavor with the Bill Gates, like you said. Uh, and it's a decentralized waste treatment system that kills pathogens while recovering valuable resources from uh, fecal sludge, biosolids, and other waste streams. So fucking uh, piles of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and pee because it's sludge. So, right, right. All the wastes and, and blood, vomit. You, yeah, vomit. Period. Blood. Everybody. If I'm on the toilet, there's blood. Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely blood. Sorry, from my vagina. I don't want everyone yeah, yeah. to think I have a horrible problem with my asshole. 
Yeah, also um, from my vagina. I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not like squirting blood out of my butt. Like that would be like, you need to go to the doctor now, right? Um, so the idea was to make this like economically attractive, like not too expensive, right? So they were trying to like bring this kind of facility to a place without burdening society, like using more, like essentially giving back more than it was taking, right? So by using the waste stream to generate electricity, clean water, heat, and an ash product suitable for use in soil amendment or construction material additive, like I said, like you can make buildings out of the silica in our ship. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I didn't say that before, but I thought it in my head, and then now I've said it out loud. <laughs> Yay! So I'm amazed a... for the first I'm time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like what's crazy is that this taking this shit stream. And putting it into this machine, this it's not a machine, it's like a giant facility. It generates electricity, water, heat, and ash, right? And so it's like fertilizer kind of, or no, no, uh, yeah, like fertilizer and um, construction materials. So mm. all the waste is now good. And they were like, you can kind of serve populations ra- ranging from like a city to a small village because you can make this thing as big as small as you want. Say like you live, you this community lives near a river. So they have a lot of drinking water that they can process, right? Easier, but they don't have a lot of energy. They can actually use this and put more of the poop towards making electricity than mm. clean water, which may, they might not need so much of, right? Or they, if they need water more than electricity, because these people are like, whatever, who gives a shit? We don't really need that much electricity. We have a lot of sunshine. We use, we don't really need that stuff as much. Uh, we need clean water. It can not create as much electricity and create more water. So that's really fucking cool, too. That is super cool. Like, you can turn poop into energy and see yes. by it. Like, if you put this in a rural area or a place that has electricity instability, which there are many places where the power goes out, you can power yes. lights with poop. You can do your homework by the light of your poop. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. You can cook your... Your hospital could stay open. And respirators can stay on because the With poop the from poop. the patients yeah, yeah. are shitting. Everything. And there's a that lot means, of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like, I could get into how they make it. I got really nerded out and then I was like, I am not going to go through every fucking part of this. But essentially, <laughs> it's like, they, you know, to make it simple, you put the shit in, the it bakes it down at a high heat. The solids that result from that go into become like ash, which is like I said, that can either become energy essentially or sorry, no, the ash becomes like just a waste that can go into the air and won't hurt anybody or uh, fertilizer. Then what happens to the rest of the water that's in the shit? The water in the shit floats up into steam and it gets purified again. And then those solids that are found in the shit go back into the shit pile and get baked again and made into ash. And then all the purified vapor from the shit gets uh, turned into drinking water. And then the stuff that is just not suitable to drink gets turned into steam. And that steam is put into a steam engine, which then creates electricity. This is all one facility and everything is self-sufficient because not only does the facility create enough energy to run itself it has excess electricity to give to the villages or the cities that it it is a part of so it runs itself that is so cool right it's super cool which is really why it's confusing as we'll get into why these aren't 
everywhere. But let's just keep going with what these people, people, what these Mm -hmm. people make. They started out doing this, like you said, with the Bill Gates Foundation. And then they were like, oh, they went on site to, to check out places like Dakar, which is where they started their first one really hard to get clean water and even while they were there like one of the big wigs guys got like hella sick and was like oh i got sick from like dirty drinking water like this is such an easy way to get sick and like was like you know became supposedly in this story was like now i'm gonna do this more than ever and it's like okay again i don't trust rich people doing nice things so we'll get into that yeah it happened to me so maybe i'll help Mm, yeah so then they ended up making that toilet that you were talking about. The firelight toilet. The firelight mm-hmm. toilet. Um, and it's based upon, again, the same energy efficient process known as mechanical vapor recompression. The waste is separated into solid and liquid fractions, like I just said, through thermal evaporation. They heat up the poop. The resulting. So, it's, again, they're just telling you what I just told you. It's pretty simple. Uh, they go through phase changes, blah, blah, blah. You get a toilet that essentially has it's big, like like Lou said when she looked at it, it's like a porta potty on the back of a toilet, but you do not need a septic tank. You do not need plumbing. You literally like I said to her, because she was like, Oh, that'd be hard to have in a house. I'm like, sure, the way we think a house is now, but like think of me. I want land. I want a fucking mountain. I buy a ten thousand dollar small home, put it on a mountain, and then I buy one of these firelight toilets and I don't need a septic tank. I don't need plumbing. Mm. I have fucking energy coming from my shithole, and I also have fucking clean water coming out of that. I don't have yeah. to buy anything else to shit in and it's not a fucking outhouse it's not all fucked up it's clean water that makes its own clean it's like the flushing water is just its own water again it just Mm. keeps making its own flush water and then the excess water that that extracts from your shit comes out as energy or water what a cool technological development that that could exist it's so fucking cool i know a self-sufficient water cleaning system from your shit that's cool I'm happy to live in the future and see that. That's how... This is the world we should have been in fucking 20 years ago, though. That's what's fucking infuriating, too. It's like, how the fuck aren't we all using these right now, right? Because the world's fucked up. And we'll get into that. I'm not going to get into that right now. But these are right now being successfully used in some Washington national parks. And that makes me happy. Cool. So... Maybe when we go up to Silkwalami Mall, Wall Falls or whatever to see <laughs> Twin Peaks, we'll go shit in one of those toilets and be happy about it. Ooh. That could be fun. So then they made, after that, they were like, geez, people aren't, and again, people are, we're not jumping on this stuff. Like there's only two of those water filtration plants. And this was 2015 when they introduced this, right? So it's been almost 10 years and there's only two of those um, water, poop water places, right? Okay. That's not many. Well, I feel like they ran into a little bit of trouble. Like they have the site in Dakar in May. It started in 2015 operating. And then they said that it was like, oh, they need adjustments that need to be more well suited for the demands of the application. Like they, it sounds like they're just telling you like they didn't have their shit together 100%. <laughs> and then the harsh UV and salty air of Dakar have highlighted the need for a more careful material selection and coating. So it sounds like they just ran oh. into some fucking problems. But that was 10 years ago. Yeah, it's probably some variables that might show. Yeah. Technical difficulties. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were like, oh, this isn't like fucking Washington. This is fucking Africa. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. As John knows... Not yeah. the same as America at all in weather. No. Yeah, 
yeah, the environment's totally different. You know, like shit, and you know, the wildlife too. Like shit's like you know, it's a much harsher place. Right. So you have to yeah. make your machinery a little bit more sturdy or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, good for them. They're still doing it. They're still working on it. But there's only two. And I feel that's really interesting to me. So then it sounds like they were like, okay, what else can we do? And they started essentially doing the same thing on dairy farms. So in 2019, their first application was on a dairy farm in the U.S. And I think it was Washington. Uh, yeah. Subsequent dairy farms have adopted the technology as well. And the first septage receiving facility started operations in Washington state in early 2023. Okay. So just recently, because it took them a while to build it. And I actually have an article from a Washington newspaper. It talks about like in 2019 being like, what's up? Why is this taking so long? So um, they made it so it took like for the cow poop to extract yes. nutrients and stuff. Yes. So manure control, also known as nutrient management, which is a euphemism, um, huh. <laughs> is obviously a major concern because like Washington is the 10th top milk producing state. But so think of that. There's fucking nine other places that put out way more disgusting waste than what I'm about to tell you. Ew, nine okay. more places. So it has 400 dairies and 280,000 milking cows, according to the NASS, the National Agricultural Statistical Service. NASS. Each 1,400-pound <laughs> Holstein produces about 115 pounds of manure a day. Oh, my God. Jeez. Each fucking cow, 280,000 cows, 115 pounds a day. Ew, girl. So many, da- yeah, many dairies. And this isn't even meat production. Let's just, let's just bring that up because meat yeah, production that's... slaughterhouses is one of the most that's even more too yeah it's like the reason that so many people's drinking water and so many waterways in america at least are contaminated one of the biggest destroyers of the environment it's killed in people. general yeah yeah it's killed people from their tap yeah. People have literally turned their tap water drank it and something from the slaughterhouse got into their tap water and killed them so Ew. just remember that anyway so many dairies store the manure um, in lagoons, which is gross, and then sprayed in on fields as fertilizer for crops that can be fed to the cattle. So they're just, again, it's just like the astronauts eating their yeah, own shit, idea, which we'll yeah. get to. Others pump manure into anaerobic di- digesters to produce gas, to operate electrical generators, or to be sold to natural gas companies. Green. Now that's kind of cool. Green. That's cool. Yeah, that's I like cool. that. I like that. I like that, too. That's cool, cool, cool. But the problems arise uh, when too much manure is applied to the fields and compounds migrate below the surface, and then they go deep enough to obviously get to groundwater and nearby streams. So, like, state legislators were like, we want to fund trials to test better manure management. They were like, this isn't good. This is actually not great. So they looked at Peter Janicki. They liked this. They came to them and was like, let us show you this thing. And with taxpayer support, his company and others could el- eliminate all the problems, he said. He was like, oh, you know. So they gave him $3.88 million for the first uh for five trials that so, sounds pretty okay. good if you can illuminate all the problems right it's actually not a bad amount of money yeah yeah and it said that smells and greenhouse gases water pollution would all become a thing of the past if he could make this happen which again sounds fucking great right i mean i worked for so many nonprofits and like clean water act and shit like legit knocked on people's doors and begged them to like write letters like i've been so wanting shit like this to happen but like 
why are we reporting on this and not the fucking news? <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, why? Mm. Okay, so I don't know. So anyway, so then a project involving Janaki's company received a single largest grant, $1.75 million for a vapor recompression distillation system at Natural Milk Dairy in Snohomish County. Vapor recompression distillation. That's the that's the that's exactly thing. what they keep doing yeah okay. it's essentially the same idea just over and over again okay it's a very simple system it's like if you look at it it's like again like this is some hidden shit like we could have figured this out a long time ago yeah like poop is pretty simple and like that's like it's kind of up. a survival thing is like especially like like horses and uh and things that eat a lot of grass you can kind of just squeeze the water out of it and drink it and it's fine yes. really it taste yes. great but yeah yeah you can wow mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so like you know obviously different animals produce different things but like yeah like like your basic grassy shit you could it'd be interesting to do a taste yeah. test yeah a poopy taste test of that yeah yeah somehow goats taste better anyway because like maybe other <laughs> things digest goats. the digestive juices yeah i wonder like yeah they're 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 different acids like create a different flavor of water yeah, yeah. i'll be the note taker We'll have to look into that. We will drink the nasty water. You will write it down and call 911 <laughs> yeah. when we're dying. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. You just said it was safe. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's the same thing. So, this still a, still a, still a Guamish. Still a Guamish. The Stillaguamish tribe of Indians is the lead partner in the project and received the grant. Yay! The project will guard against fecal col coliform bacteria getting into the. You just said it. Still, still a Guamish. Still a Guamish River, a tribal spokesman said in an email. So that also made me like, what the fuck? They actually gave the money to the fucking nation of Native Americans? I was just like, what the fuck? Cool. What's the, I was like, I don't know. What do you government want me to is like, this? <laughs> well, it's not. It's this private company, right? Oh, so I'm just okay. like, I'm just like, are you the White Hats or something? Are you trying to save us? Like, what's happening? So Is this really a generous, like... What do you call that? Not Philistine. Philanthropist. 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 Yeah. Is this yeah. like really a philanthropic endeavor? That one could be cool. I don't know. I don't, you know, know. I don't know. Maybe these uh, donors Maybe. or whatever grant givers need the hype. You know. So the leader said that the tribe needed the habitat to support salmon and shellfish and that dairy farmers need to dispose of manure in a way less impactful on the shellfish environment because you know they're shit eaters right yeah so that's why they taste so good just like catfish so we found something that we could work together am i wrong <laughs> i love a shrimp together on to address both needs the tribe is optimistic the project will work the tribe's chairman sean yanity said in a statement we will try any and all methods to help protect the land that the shellfish live on cool so that's cool. It sounds really positive. The project received more public funding for the National Resources Conservation Service, another million, another 283000 from the Washington Department of Commerce. Like, So they're getting like a bunch of money. They're getting a couple extra million on top. So, I mean, I want to believe. Okay, Mulder. They're doing it for a good... Yeah, I am Mulder. <laughs> I am. I was like, I want to believe you guys are doing this for a good reason, yeah, but like... I don't it. Yeah, it's like, or are you just cover up for something really <sighs> shitty you did a little while back, you know what I mean? That's part of it. Like, you're yeah. just trying to look like good people, which me and Lupe talked about a little bit earlier today, 
uh, before the show. Is this real philanthropy? Like, are these people really trying to be helpful? Yeah, like, I'm the, I never believe it completely. Like, right, maybe right. you need the good press, so you're doing something that's pretty cool. Yeah. Or, like, you need the yeah. tax write-off, and you need it to be... Or maybe you don't need it to be, but, hey, you donate, like, a couple million dollars to this good cause. You get the tax break as a rich person, and you get the publicity, yeah. and you're like, hey, I'm a cool person that gives my money away. Like, right. yeah, yeah, everybody likes that. Yeah. Right, right. But then, welcome to Conspiracy Corner with your hosts, the Bloodletters. We were like, yeah, but you could do that in all these other kind of ways that were a lot easier and wouldn't help people, which seems more devilish and like rich people-ish. But like, then Electric was like, unless they're going to put these, this is the perfect thing for an underground bunker. Because I was like, because I was yeah, like, the apocalypse true. is happening, right? The other part of the elites are like, the apocalypse is happening. Give, who gives a fuck about the environment? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. everybody. Blah blah blah. Let's go underground. They have all these dumbs, right? The deep underground military bunkers. So, um, so we get into the conspiracy corner, being like, <laughs> yeah, Michaela had to bring the conspiracy, and I was like, dudes, Lupe, you're right. Like, this is the perfect thing. If you had to live underground, all of a sudden you could just have these toilets that would give yeah. you water and power. You could have these. It's like, yeah. holy shit. You were like, why would they do that? Why would they try? If you knew at some point water was going to be much more Scarce. rare than it is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, this seems like a perfect survival tool. You'll have yeah. it'll be underground, potentially, according to the conspiracy theories that exist. Then right. And like... You know, it's dark there, so if you could power a light with your own poop and drink the water from Mm -hmm. it, too, that seems really, really useful. And, like, even, you know, like, and, like, even now, let's say you wanted to send that overseas to the, like, war front, you know, like, whenever there's wars, like, military, military, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that would be really, really useful if you're, like, out in the middle of nowhere. It just seems... You're in the deserts fighting, and it's, like, your shitter actually has water. Too. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And power. Like, yeah, that'd be very useful. In case you need to like send a message or something, like it just seems yeah. like it's incredibly valuable to have this kind mm-hmm. of machine. And they're like, and the best thing is we can pretend that we're doing the world a favor while we do it. And it's yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, you're so, like Lupe said, you were like, oh yeah, the military orders a bunch of units, half of them disappear and nobody questions it. And they're in the, du- they're in the dumb, you know, they're in the underground bunker. And yeah, it's like, yeah, oh absolutely. shit, you're so right. Like, holy shit. Who's keeping track? nobody and like who's this really for right yeah i mean it's like if we're talking like what's logical i mean that's what that strikes me as it's like oh mm-hmm. they got allocated to where they need to go and you don't need to know where that is and who better to test it on of course yeah exactly and they're testing it on you know africans and they're such, like, like yeah they're like the oh army. well it didn't really work but who cares it's it's fucking senegal who gives yeah, a shit yeah. about them and it's like yeah what the fuck? So they're going to perfect it, you know, in these places where no one's watching them anyway or whatever. It's like yeah. and doing these sort of things at the dairy farm. But it's like what they're really doing is perfecting it before it comes. Because, again, I keep like now my big thing is like maybe the fucking asteroids coming back or the, at the asteroid, the fucking planet X, Nerubu or whatever is going to pass by yeah, and cause another cataclysm know. like it happened 12,000 years ago. I mean, it seems like it might be a thing they know. They There's yeah. CIA talked about it. We could do a whole nother fucking podcast about that. Where like there's supposedly some CIA papers that are like, yeah, this shit's happening. Like, who gives a shit? It would explain so much. It would yeah. explain so much about the world if it was like, it was like, who gives a shit? The world's literally going to end unless you can get underground and live in these bunkers, which is going to be like 10% of the fucking world. So, yeah. 
that's my new like that's probably what's happening and why nobody cares about the environment that's theory. what I, it's I, like, I, i'm kind of with you on that yeah yeah it's an asteroid yeah because what else would it be you know what i'm saying like I, I'm more in the in the in the camp of, of like like climate change. Like it's like like I think a lot of the globe is going to become uninhabitable, and it's going to be people fighting over a very small area. Yeah, and yeah, and part being, of that is supposedly what happens when this planet well, yeah, comes by us. Absolutely accelerating crazy winds. Times a thousand. Yeah, yeah, they're like winds, tsunamis, earthquakes yeah. happen because it it pulls. It's like part. It like just fucks us up. It's just like yeah, that would give it a good boost. And it happened supposedly 12,000 years ago during the uh, something driest period, mm. like the minor driest period or something like that. Like okay. when the when essentially like the big flood myth for every yeah, single yeah. culture that was in existence yeah, yeah. has a flood myth. That was supposedly the last time Nerubu passed us and All it right. fucked everything Yeah, up. I mean, why wouldn't it? That would, that's like scientifically and how it's, it would work. Yeah it's overdue it's like yeah. it's overdue if it exists so that's really interesting to me and it's also science it's like it's not angels coming down with trumpets it's nah, not the aliens it's, it's literally like the elites know that there's a fucking planet coming by us and there's nothing we can do yeah, and that makes more sense make and then some... so they're just like let's eat babies in adrenochrome and fucking get all the money we want and just treat people like shit because it's all they're all gonna die yeah, yeah, in 2025 or whatever you know it's like it makes sense finally Oh, don't say 2025. That's so soon. Yeah, well, you got so sad. Sorry. <laughs> 2055. 20, 20, 2047. Yeah. I don't know. 2075. Sure. 2069. <laughs> it could <laughs> 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 It could happen anytime, who knows. Actually, I, I guess you'd see it coming, I suppose. But um you get my point. It's like at least this would make sense and you're right. Like that's why they would make these facilities that would start pumping this shit out. Yeah, yeah. More than helping <laughs> totally. Africans, really. Bill Gates wants to help Africans. Like yeah. I I just have a hard time believing it cuz it seems like he could. He seems like he could do that already. Bill Gates, he's done some weird stuff in Africa. Yeah. Wait, you said there's existing conspiracy well, theories. Well, no, it's not about... even so much a conspiracy. It's just that Bill Gates had this weird campaign that he wanted to, that he went on like a like a circumcision spree in Africa. What? Which I get. I know he's like cut his made a lot of his philanthropy is like is hygiene in third world areas. You know, like like especially with poop and toilets and clean water and stuff. But some for okay. some reason part that sounds good. yeah. But some for some reason part of his obsession with that it was circumcising large amounts of the population in africa because that was very important to him and what? I, yeah yeah and i was like is he i was like is is he collecting foreskins for something like and or is he just like really into dicks i don't know is it, like it's 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 not so much a conspiracy and i i just can't think of what he'd be doing with it maybe you know maybe. that's really weird yeah. and i just looked it up it says Grant makes male circumcision a top-tier HIV prevention strategy, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Okay, so yeah, there, uh, see, I, that I did not actually get into. Yeah, This is the GatesFoundation.org is where I'm yeah. seeing this. So there, But, I mean, let's roll with the conspiracy aspects and be like... I like the conspiracy that he's just collecting foreskins first. <laughs> maybe it's just <laughs> Wait, his collection. <laughs> maybe it's just his collection. You know, maybe there is no nefarious thing behind it. He just wants the foreskins. <laughs> that's weird yeah it's, right it's weird it's pretty weird i think is that a lot of stem cells in foreskin or something? maybe yeah or or you know like the best like facelifts or skin grafts yeah, or something. yeah they, make, like, they make some so kind of weird like, they make some kind of anti-aging i could cream. see being like a billionaire science nerd and being like we have figured out that fucking 
foreskin is one of the best things to keep your collagen levels and I get injected with foreskins and it's like okay weirdo like I don't know okay or maybe you know it's like a heroin, I mean, it's a heroin that like doesn't kill you and like you just like, right yeah, like adrenochrome high as fuck yeah gross National Library of Medicine from the National Center for Biotechnology <laughs> Information foreskins are delicious no I'm just kidding obtaining stelsem spheroids from foreskin tissue and the effect of corcoris olitorius L on steroid proliferation. And uh, I just Googled this, so bear with me, audience, as well. Yeah, because I don't know but what the, the object- fuck you're talking about. Right now. <laughs> That's I'm just the title. I'm just joking. Go ahead. So the objective says that the mesenchymal stem cells are self-renewing stem cells. The human foreskin has the potential to be used as a source of is. stem cells. I feel like is. I read that somewhere. Yeah. I don't think I just thought of that myself is all I'm saying for the record. I think I did read something about yeah, yeah, that yeah. somewhere. I'm not just like, oh, I'm so smart. I know foreskins. Have skin. You know, like, I just want to say I that for the listeners. Like, Mikhail's amazing. She could save the world. I think I just read this fucking article she's reading somewhere, so... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. The aim of the study was to obtain spheroid formation of human foreskin scale, sorry, cells isolated from newborn human foreskin tissue. Yeah. The question I had for myself as you read that is like, Michaela, why did you read this article? You know, I'll be like, why did <laughs> you know you, that? How did you get there? <laughs> it happens to me too. It happens to me too. Were you, you learning guys. about stem cells? Because maybe yeah, I, I I'm sure. I, I hope so. I hope I wasn't just trying to learn about foreskin, baby foreskins. I mean, I feel like stem cells is probably more the rabbit hole than like baby foreskin. Oh, stem That's cells. That's weird. I think like it was, yeah, stem cells, then the foreskins came up. Because mm. I felt like also I read somewhere that like rich people were putting baby foreskins on their face to be younger. And I was like, That's some bullshit. And then I read that and I was like, oh, maybe it's not bullshit. Maybe, yeah. I read a lot of weird things. Yeah, according to the the Bill the Gate oh, sorry, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation from GatesFoundation.org says that male circumcision is gaining recognition as a fundamental practice for limiting the spread of HIV across sub-Saharan Africa. Three conclusive studies conducted in African countries, including Kenya, have shown that becoming circumcised dramatically reduces the man's chances of acquiring HIV from an infected woman. Now, that's probably true, but I like the idea that he's like stuffing them in a bong and smoking them instead. Yeah, it's definitely young. weird. Yeah, it's like still, that, like, like especially in africa circumcision i think there's other ways to like you know like inhibit AIDS i have read and... the numbers <laughs> yeah i have because okay. i was interested because you know i've been like the like we talked about with isaac like i've been into the aids conspiracy for a long time because it really never made sense yeah and that doesn't sound like it made sense either but essentially having a foreskin will just introduce you to more it's just less clean yeah problems in general because if you don't immediately clean it but that's being said anyone should probably clean their genitals right after sex to avoid stds like i this might be tmi take it out if you want um but i dated that super hot um emt guy remember yeah and he was really good looking and we had sex with condoms on and everything but he still after we had sex every single time because he was like a medical professional like went and washed his dick off and i and he was like it cuts down the transmission of stds and i was like wow like he was like really just hosing it yeah he was like honestly it helps so the thing and i've also slept with a lot of dudes and 
married some guys who have foreskin and a lot of stuff gets trapped in there and it definitely is something you have to wash a lot more yeah yeah it's like it's a little bag and so if you have any sort of std it's just going to might be more likely especially like we said if you don't have the best access access to water to water and stuff like that that it might be more so anyway i've read the numbers and it actually seems true now again we all know with science who knows whatever maybe Mm. someone who loves foreskins and wants to smoke them in their bong is giving us these numbers but i have read those numbers because i found because i you know i'm a big proponent of not circumcising people in life you know i'm like that seems horrible yeah cutting stuff off is never great no, you're cutting off yeah. a sexual organ. Yeah. And, but now it's like, well, geez, I'm, I don't know. Is this actually true? But um, it seems like across the board, essentially, like guys who have the foreskin just have to be a lot more careful in general and cleaner than guys who don't have that. Because it does yeah. get stuff gets caught in there. It gets all cheesy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely supposed to wash off. Like, I've always heard that as well. Like, you're supposed to wash your genitals after, yeah. like, sexual mm-hmm. contact. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good okay. Practice. I didn't know that until I met that guy. I mean, I didn't do that. I wasn't like, I better go hose myself oh. down. I'd go pee. <laughs> yeah, hope yeah. they had a bidet. Basically the same but idea. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I guess my pee would just take it all away or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? Just, like rinse it all out. But... I know it's like a great reason to get a bidet and wipe yeah. it. But guys, I guess like you should wipe it all off. Yeah, 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 I didn't know. It. I guess till I was, you know. But, yeah. Um, Everyone should have a bidet attachment to their bathroom. <laughs> Fucking everyone, dude. Or a real it's low so convenient. sink. Pick one. It's convenient. No, or like one of those shower things. You know, it's like one or the other. I have both yeah. personally because I like all getting in all the crevices. But yeah. like, just clean your butthole with water. Best. It's it's much better. What, it's what like thirty bucks. Yeah. Enjoy the experience. Yeah, yeah. It's just the best, especially if you have your period. Because it gets all nasty down there, and you can just spray all the blood yeah, off. Hose it down. Yeah. I don't think women talk about that enough. When it's like, you should get a bidet, and a lot of women will be like, I don't know, you know. And I'll be like, Do you have a period? And they're yeah, like, Well, yeah. Can... And I'm like, Wouldn't get it be a great? fucking bidet. And I just look them in the eye, and they're like, Oh. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, Yeah, all that nasty. You yeah, can you just gone. It. And I was like, You know, when it's all hot down there, and you're, it's all angry. Yeah. Let's cool it down. Yeah. In the have shower. Have some nice, cool, clean poop water right I'll in your just, vagina. I'll just, yeah, you keep it clean, you know? Yeah. You just, like, no, you shift. You it, Like, some of them have different angles. Mine, I just shift, and it hits just your vagina. Yeah. No, no, I didn't mean, I just, I was making a joke about the, the mm. clean water coming from the oh, poop. Oh, the poop water. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the best, dude. I fucking... Kind, I don't want to say I can't live without it, because that sounds really bougie, but I think... Yeah, but, like, I, but would, I feel... Anybody I would... I'd get a one. travel one. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, my friend Damon's obsessed with them, too, and he has a travel bidet, so he goes... He's I a saw one of those recently. Where did I fucking He doesn't that? go anywhere without them, and it's not even expensive, so I think... No, and like they use thing. something yeah. similar in uh, India when they go to the bathroom. They'll bring water with them, yeah, and they yeah, use yeah. water. So essentially the same thing. Um, so I think even if I was broke and I couldn't afford a bidet for thirty dollars, I'd still get a little foo foo, yeah, 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 a, little, a, little a little travel a little, one. It's a little bottle, just blast it. Yeah, you, know? you got him, man. So nice. Yeah. First world, I see that's first world shit. People would drink my bidet water. People would buy it's clean. it. Yeah, add yeah. it to the Patreon. Bidet water. <laughs> Golly, no. Then we'll get in trouble. <laughs> Biohazard. Can you Probably. even sell your bath water too? I feel. I like don't know. I think I. I don't remember who. We're not really. I don't remember that. who it was. Electric. We're not really doing that. We're not Holy really shit. doing that. Holy shit. Okay. I guess I got to get my OnlyFans on or something. I don't know. You're like, I'll have no part in that. 
I don't want to deal with biohazard lawsuits. I was literally just going to take sink water and add some weird soap to it. I mean, and like a twig. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to really do it. Like, that's what I'm saying. They could test it and they're like, this is fucking tap water with Dawn in it, you know, or like Dove fucking moisturizing soap and like some dirt. And they'd be like, oh, this isn't actually fucking anything. This well, is incense in and now. like spring water, you know. <laughs> I said the hats out of the bag. <laughs> the hats out of the bag. The shats out of the bag. The shats out of the shats out of the ass. Hey there, folks. Are you tired of waste going to waste? Well, we've got a revolutionary product that'll blow your brains out your asshole. <laughs> Introducing Shat. That's right. With Shat, you can turn your everyday human shit into stylish and eco-friendly hats that are perfect for any occasion. It's the ultimate in recycling innovation. I couldn't believe it at first, but now I've got a closet full of hats made from my own feces. These hats are not only fashionable, but also environmentally friendly. They may be made from shit, but they make me look like the shit. The process is simple. Just attach Shat to your existing plumbing system, and it does the rest. No need to worry about a thing. Our cutting edge technology safely and efficiently converts waste into biodegradable, odor-free materials that are perfect for crafting hats. How does it work? The processed solid waste is broken down into biodegradable fibers or materials. This breakdown process might involve enzymatic digestion, heat, or other alien and ancient Sasquatch techniques to convert the organic waste into a suitable material for crafting hats. These materials are typically odor-free and mostly safe for use. Caution, hats are very combustible. Do not stand near open flames, campfires, or birthday cakes while wearing your shat. Once the biodegradable materials are obtained, they are placed into hat molds. These molds come in various shapes and styles, allowing users to customize the type of shat they want. I want a raspberry beret, if you know what I mean. I thought this was just a gimmick, but these hats are incredibly comfortable and stylish. Plus, it's a conversation starter. Hey guys, my hat is made of last night's diarrhea. Guys, where are you going? Wow, how do you have so many hats in this economy? I make them myself, straight from my asshole, right to my head. That is not what I thought you were going to say. And the best part? You can personalize your hats with different colors, styles, and even add your own unique flair. It's like having a hat for every mood and occasion. I made us all party hats out of baby Braylene's year poops. Shat helped make baby bee's first birthday perfect. Join the fashion forward movement towards sustainability and turn your waist into something you'll be proud to wear. Say goodbye to waist and hello to Shat. But wait, there's more. Order now and you'll receive a limited time offer, a free set of explosive designer hat molds and recycling guide to help you get started with your Shat journey. Call 1-800-SHAT-HATS. That's 1-800-S-H-A-T-H-A-T-S. Or visit our website, www.shathatsnotporn.com. I repeat, www.shathatsnotporn.com to order your shat today. Shat? What's that stand for? And it's like, a shit hat. (laughs) So, a few weeks ago, we had talked about <laughs> shipping our poop and pee into our, the sun. Our poop. Yeah. Me, you, and yeah. Zerbs. <clears throat> All of ours. Everybody in the world. Yeah, we were like, get it off this planet, mm-hmm. out of here, bunch of trash yeah. and tr- and garbage poop. We're like, let's shoot it into the sun or Jupiter because it's already gaseous. Yeah. So it's like already a fart planet. <laughs> it's a toilet planet. 
Yep, it is. We just have rings of shit so, after a few generations. <laughs> yeah. Mm, shit rings. I've had those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, like, what does happen in space with poop? So what do astronauts do when they poop in space? Ooh, so <laughs> the astronauts have a saying and it's today's coffee is tomorrow's coffee because pee is more than 90 percent water and since it takes up a lot of space on a space station they just recycle it back into water instead of bringing up you know fresh water from earth which would be heavy and costly for them to do right <clears throat> so they're already doing this poop water thing. They're already doing me. the poop water thing. Yeah. They're recycling their pee pee. Huh. Off worlding, huh? Just like all the other elites are trying to do, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, Mars <laughs> colonies, drinking, mm, just huh? drinking your own ninety percent water, nice clear pee. Why would you need water on yep. Mars? Oh wait, you do. Oh shit. So that's exactly right. They you you do in order to get a human person uh, to Mars, they would need to figure out a way to turn poop into food because right now basically they just poop into these bags with all of their toilet paper wipes and gloves and they burn it back up when they re-enter the earth's atmosphere so really they're not shipping their poop into jupiter or the sun they're just letting it burn up back in our own atmosphere so when we see like shooting stars it could be flaming astronaut poop yeah. When Pretty you cool. Wish like that a upon a turd. <laughs> matter if you're heard. So right now they're researching ways to grow food in space for the mi- Mars mission that they want to eventually plan. So in Penn State, researchers have developed a system that combines microbes with human waste to help mm-hmm. create food. Geosciences professor Christopher House describes a resulting substance a little bit like Marmite or Vegemite, where you're eating a no. smear of microbial goo. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Fucking gross. I already don't like those things. Yeah, they could come up with a better way to describe it. It just sounds you know, like exactly what you think space food would be. Yeah. You know what I mean? When they have like these science fiction things or Star Trek where they're eating, it's always like weird goo. black gummy worms, cubes of gelatin, and goo. And it's like, yep, I guess we've, we're there now. Yeah. You're eating shit yeah, goo. Yeah, they just... Ugh. Oh, is it's that like... the Romulan shit goo pate? <laughs> mm, delicious. Yuck. Can they turn it into dehydrated... Or maybe they maybe that would take up too much space. You said it's pretty big to put a dehydrator somewhere, right? I don't know. We're worth it. It takes up a lot of power. Yeah, okay. So right now, the test system exposes the waste to microbes, which break it down through anorbic digestion, which is right now used to treat municipal waste on Earth. And they've contested their test with artificial solid and liquid waste substitutes so they don't have to get any actual astronaut poop. So... They're just figuring out right now how they could do it. But I feel like if they don't use the real thing, I mean, like, how will they really know? I don't know. Use bum poop or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, find, you know. The, the, I know. Like, I, I can see. Use like, your own Yeah, poop. yeah. Just use your own. Exactly. Like, it's, it's weird. Like, somebody, Why is it you know, everybody, space poop? Yeah, everybody wants to kind of try it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right now, it's like 
They used uh, methane produced from a process to grow the microbe Methylococcus capsulatus. Oh, that guy. Which is used in animal feed and offers a good mixture of protein and fat. I was like, animal feed? Like, now they're just really talking pellets here. Yeah. Like, they're talking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. astronaut pellets. Yeah, 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 space food, dude. Space food. Crunchy ice cream. Much like the uh, toilet we were discussing in the last segment, they use a high heat as a way to destroy dangerous pathogens. And NASA uh, NASA grant helped to fund the research, so the space agency is looking for creative solutions for sustaining astronauts on the eventual human mission to Mars. See? And they I say that it. it's much faster than growing tomatoes or potatoes. You can just extract the nutrients right away. And have them right away without having to turn them into something that looks appetizing or sounds good to eat, like fucking tomatoes or potatoes. Because I would much rather make a potato salad or like even a boiled potato than like fucking goo. Like they really make it sound gross. Yeah, extracted nutrient goo. Yeah, I get the idea that it would be more like you, they said, like a Vegemite. So you'd you'd have your one boiled potato for dinner, but you'd smear this this stuff on it, and it would give you all the nutrients that potatoes don't give you because potatoes don't have that many nutrients. It has no protein. Yeah. yeah. So if you That's put this yeah, goo need on some other it, stuff. Like, yeah. like sour cream, goo, chives, you're good. Mm. You know. Yeah. Mm, sour cream is an interesting choice. Yeah. Because <laughs> I imagine it being salty. I don't know. I just I like it on potatoes. I'll. I know. I'm just feeling like someone could make their own sour cream, if you know what I mean. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I see. Like potato toppings, chives, sour yeah. cream, yeah. cheese. Some breast chili. milk sour cream. Yeah, some chili. Bacon bits. Some fucking chili. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, make some chili and throw it in there or something, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like. Oh, yeah, there you go. A curry. You go. You'll never taste it. Remember, we used to make the rotten refrigerator curry stew because we just make everything going bad. Just taste Yeah, same curry. idea. Weren't we talking about the Indian space uh, team? Yeah, that's how we got all this in the first place. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We were talking about everything what they tastes eat. good in curry. It doesn't yeah. matter. What I'll they have it. like crickets, trees, mm. fried rice, and yeah. stuff, and like yeah. curry, yeah. and like our astronauts Chutney. have like goo, <laughs> goo, fucking goo. <laughs> Fucking goo and like cubes. Like but all I'm saying is, you take that goo and you add curry powder, you might have a whole nother world. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, they you call it curry on. goo, you might think, oh, that actually sounds good now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, chutney is not too far off from a goo. To yeah, yeah. most Indian food is kind of a goo. Anyway, I actually like a great. goo. I don't know why you're yeah, so against like, the goo, actually. No, I like a. I like. Indian food and I like saucy things yeah. like you know like e- Ethiopian food is a yeah, lot definitely. like kind of a mush. I don't know goo. Don't you like okra? Yeah, yeah, and nopales, which also has exactly that. I don't know, the word goo is gross. Yeah, I like, like I don't like and, the word. And paste and it brings gravies. up a gross. Yeah. Only when, gravy sounds I guess good. it's only gross when you think of poop and goo. But if you think yeah. of food yeah. and goo, I actually am down for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just brings up I a like that mucus. I like that. M- I like that in oh, a food, a dish. I see. Yeah, I uh-huh. like that. Like when you see okra and it's all in like a stew and then they pull it up, it's all like weird and stringy. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm there for that. Or like a lot of African food will have that like mucusy kind of look to it. And I yeah, like that. Mem- like a membrane. Yeah, it looks like it goes down real easy. Yeah, it tastes yeah. good. I think I got to eat it more, you know? Yeah. Back to our point of trying everything. It's like, yeah. I got to eat it more to, like, really get used to it. Because, like, in my mind, nothing that tastes good is goo. But I know that that's wrong mm-hmm. because I like a lot of food that is 
slimy and it does taste good. Yeah. So yeah. I gotta eat it more. Yeah, for real. We'll try some yeah. gooey but stuff see, together. But see, slimy doesn't gross me out that much. It's th- it's the word. I have a negative association or something. It yeah. is the word goo. That's what I say. It sounds like poo. If someone was like, yeah. here's a nice, it's like a nice slimy paste. You'd be like, oh, okay, I've had mm. that. Yeah, like a hummus or something. Yeah, kind of paste. yeah, that's a yeah. It's an absolutely yeah. a fucking paste. It shit looks like uh, yeah stuff that you put on your walls is spackle. It looks <laughs> totally. like fucking spackle. <laughs> yeah, I love true. hummus, dude. I wish I had some hummus right now. Yeah, I like hummus Damn. too. Damn, it always turns to snacks. It always turns <laughs> to snacks. This doesn't matter. It's a snack podcast. You gotta stop eating so many edibles. But another thing that I learned about when I was looking into this was actually there was this huge story that was reported about meat made from human feces in Japan mm-hmm. that turned out, spoiler, to be a total I host. just read yeah. that because I, I was looking it up to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? You want to talk about it? Go well, ahead. no, I thought it was real. And I, then I went to like look up some details and it, it turns out it's a hoax. So. It was like, blah, blah. yeah, I was like, damn it. No. I was I was excited about that. I don't know. It sounds like logical, though, because it's like you just pull all the proteins out, which is what the hoax said, you know, right? Like You could pull all the proteins and add some other stuff to it. Yeah. And then you can have you can have yourself a meat. Totally. It doesn't seem that weird when they're taking it out of like peas and stuff mm. to make impossible meat. Right? But I think like the, the like synthetic meat is going to be more like they're going to be growing like a cow leg. In a lab, that's what know. they're doing. The right. chicken, exactly. right? It's like, and With I feel the like they've probably been doing that for a long time. Like you know, like, like like chicken. You know, the chickens are basically bred just for food, like in in huge chicken farms. And like eventually, they'll be able to just breed them without brains and stuff. You know, and isn't that what the the whole conspiracy of chicken number five is? Is that KFC yeah, had to change no their name because yeah, 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 they yeah. they're not actually chicken. Yeah, they're just called yeah, animal like number five. Modified. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember like hearing four that legs and six wings and shit. Yeah, they yeah, like yeah. angels. Yeah, it's the good stuff. Fear not. Be not afraid. The chicken clacopolypse. I saw something fun about the the toilets in the in the spaceships. Oh yeah, because I, I I just I know I don't know why I never would have thought of this, but as soon as they lift the lid on the toilet seat, a suction starts because if you just shat into the gray, it would just like float back up, you know, like damn. So so they, oh so God. they open it up and it's like a suction already. That's probably like kind of nice in a way, you know. You just shit and it just gets like sucked out of you. It gets a little extra boost on the way out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that sounds nice. That sounds, sounds kind of nice. like, comforting, honestly. Have, yeah. a, have a, like a light suction on your butthole while you're going. <laughs> it sounds like something Roman emperors would pay someone to yeah, do. Yeah, definitely. Like pay somebody <laughs> to suck through a straw like from like the other side. Oh, <laughs> they wouldn't make you suck through a straw in ancient Rome. Oh, They'd like, be like, you that, put your lips right down, on my asshole. <laughs> and you will have the, the delicious delight of the emperor's gift. Yeah, the emperor's goo. Yikes. <laughs> You definitely die from that. (laughs) (laughs) Has the sight of cooked poultry turned into a nightmare for you due to the hazardous poultry pants product? Have you or your loved ones experienced choking incidents that left you traumatized and fearful? You are not alone, and it is time to take a stand for your rights. Our dedicated legal team is ready to fight for you. What went wrong with poultry pants? The Poultry Pants Company promised convenience and style, claiming their product would revolutionize the way we prepare and present cooked poultry. However, the reality has been far from the hype. Countless consumers have suffered severe trauma from choking incidents caused by the faulty design of these so-called innovative pants. 
This unacceptable situation has left many with not only physical distress, but also deep emotional scars. Your rights matter. You deserve compensation for the pain, suffering, and emotional distress caused by this product's failure. Our experienced legal team is committed to pursuing justice on your behalf. By joining our class action lawsuit, you're not only taking a stand for yourself, but also for everyone else who has suffered due to poultry pants. Our legal team today to join the class action lawsuit and take the first step towards claiming your peace of mind. We are currently investigating reports of severe incidents related to the poultry pants product. Users have suffered from the following. Choking and trauma. Countless customers have faced distressing situations where the poultry pants have become a choking hazard, leading to uvula damage fluffed throat, irritated flabber bits, and traumatic tongue depression. Undercooked thigh meat. The excessively thick fabric of the poultry pants has resulted in uneven cooking, leading to the consumption of undercooked thigh meat, sending countless victims to the ER, losing wages, time, and humility. Nobody wants to shit their pants in public. I shit my pants in public. Unwanted live chicken interactions. Users have reported that other live chickens have become interested in wearing pants and asserting their rights, causing confusion and potential chicken uprisings and egg embargo. My Rhode Island Red started fashioning rudimentary trousers of hay and poop and now refuses to let me collect any of the eggs she lays. The poultry pants pockets have been known to explode after being removed from the oven, causing temporary blindness, nipple burns, and potential reoccurring nightmares about pockets. I was so traumatized, I had to throw out my entire wardrobe and start wearing women's clothes to avoid pockets in my daily life. Where do I put my fucking wallet? Poultry pants ruined my marriage. I hit a kid with my car once. That has nothing to do with poultry pants, sir. <laughs> I put the poultry pants on my cat as a joke and I couldn't get them off. And now every time she sits in the window, I smell rotisserie chicken. It's driving me mad. Help me. I put the poultry pants on my hand like a puppet, and then I got my third DWI. I was temporarily blinded by exploding chicken pants, and now I can't get the taste or the feeling out of my face. Call toll-free 1-800-555-CLUCKDOWN. That's 1-800-555-C-L-U-C-K-D-O-W-N. Your suffering matters, and together we can hold poultry pants accountable for the negligence. Join the fight for justice today. Remember, we also talked about how it's legal to have poop in your food. Yes. Like, remember our last episode? Wait, I hope it wasn't with Keely because that hasn't come out yet. One of these episodes, we talked about how it's okay for there to be like just poop in your food because of the way that yeah. like meat is processed i think you talked with isaac the, about like the meat processing and how that's right yeah yeah so i looked into that a little bit more so that we could like find out the details because we're talking poop and the poop chronicles tonight and pretty much there's this group of doctors called the physicians committee for responsible medicine and they talked to cnn about the way that agriculture inspects food for poop because basically they have this zero tolerance policy mm -hmm. but they don't try to adhere to it so like big surprise the way that they do it is that th currently under the usda system they will look at a random carcass selected through its production shift and if they see any poop on it 
they are going to take progressive enforcement actions against the meat company. So what does that mean? I don't know. Closing down. Probably just a fine. Oh, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, a fine. Maybe a recall, you know. But this group of doctors, the USDA, says that the USDA policy isn't good enough because it only applies to fecal matter that's visible on the production line. And the USDA has also relaxed its uh, rules on the speed at which poultry companies can process birds. It used to be 140 birds per minute, which is an astronomical amount of birds per minute, to 175 birds per minute. That means three birds per second. Yeah. How are you going to look at a bird for poop in three seconds? Three birds in one second. One second. That's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. I know. It's like, no, no poop. You're good. You can't even say it fast enough. You're, it's bullshit. Like, no poop, no poop, no poop. Because the meat companies are paying off people to not look. Yeah. Poop. And it's and it's such a huge, huge volume. Industry. It's just like, eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, they, like, look for, like, the intestines hanging out and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, there's... It's so crazy that like 48% of the chicken products that this doctor group tested, tested positive for fecal contamination. And there was a consumer report study that also corroborated their finding that more than half of the packages of raw ground meat and patties tested positive for fecal bacteria. More than half today, right now. I'm not shocked. I would imagine. Yeah, neither am I. I mean, like I, I, I was a butcher, and I, and I still butcher deer mm-hmm. occasionally. And yeah, We're one, all one, one mile, one mild little miss of the of the knife, and you got a little poop in there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and imagine doing that at an industrial scale. Like, there's going to be a three good... birds exactly. per yeah, second. Yeah, that's a lot. A good amount of poop, you know. Yeah, that's really fast. So this. Uh group of doctors the pcrm they filed a lawsuit against the usda which says that they violated the freedom of information act by failing to respond for a request about fecal contamination rates it requires that whoever is like requested has to uh, acknowledge it and respond within 20 days and they just didn't so it's like well why would they do that you know it's like probably because if the truth came out, people would be really upset. Yeah. So it's easier for them to just be yeah. like, oh, and I'm sure they just get a fine for it. It's probably cheaper to pay the fine than to, you know, recall. Yeah, anything. exactly. Yeah. 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 They're like, oh, oh, well. They're like, why would we do that? Like, just here's a thousand dollars. We make two billion everything. Exactly. It's probably cheaper to pay the fine than it is to, you know, uh, pay for like a lawsuit with a person or it's probably or cheaper to pay off the lawsuit than it is to like stop production if somebody dies right. say or gets sick so there's just a lot of poop in the mm. meat all the time but, you know, did you ever see any like poopy meat come in as a butcher not like at the stores really like but like, like butchering whole we didn't butcher whole animals at like a shop but like i'm oh, sure at the slaughterhouse where you know where you're where you're taking the guts out and everything you know there's, there's gonna be some yeah yeah, yeah little turds in the intestines yeah yeah Yuck. Yuck. Yeah. I remember I was looking up where to get that lab-grown chicken meat in San Francisco. It was like a fancy restaurant, right? Like, yeah. It was like a Michelin star restaurant or something? Yeah. It's, it sounds like uh, you have to get, like, a reservation and, like, request it, and they don't always have it or something right now or something. It seems like 
they were only doing it a little bit and now I think you have to like check in with them and like request and be like I want the lab grown chicken meat I want to try it and it's probably mm. really expensive yeah. it's like a skewer it's like one skewer wow and it's probably like fucking so much money yeah definitely yeah it's everybody just wants to try it you think it's like $300 oh god I'm not trying it for that I thought it'd be like 60 or something oh I don't know when I think really expensive I think in the hundreds for a skewer I just mean it's probably like this big it's probably like an appetizer yeah it's like it's like it's like trying an exotic meat at a restaurant they just give you a tiny piece of like zebra meat and it's like Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah exactly cool now but it seems like you have to like make a reservation at the very least it's not just widely available or something you have to a, like check in there's a place in dc that has it as part of a tasting menu and it's 70 dollars. there we go oh, See? okay yeah. that's more doable yeah that's what i'm saying i yeah. bet that's more but i feel like you said i think it's just one skewer mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> i want to try it yeah i'd like to I'd, I'd like to give it a shot virgin meats yeah. i bet you they could just put regular chicken on it and say it's lab-grown chicken and like <laughs> charge fuck? people 70 dollars <laughs> they said that a lot of beyond and impossible meat has real meat in it too really? like trace amounts yeah. yeah really just from like the plant you think like, mm-hmm. like because yeah i think uh, so i got you mm-hmm. mm. another reason that it's just junky as regular beef mm-hmm that's what it's I was saying. Not. Like, I was like, you can't be like, oh, I want to go vegan. I'll eat hamburger. Instead, it's like, listen, hamburgers mm. are hamburgers even for vegans. Yeah, yeah We yeah. don't, mm-hmm. you know, like, we don't eat that all the time either. Like, it's still not good for you. Like, you have to replace your meat with, like, beans. Yeah, like healthy proteins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you know, or it's like yeah. even tofu or if you don't want to do soy, it's like, okay. I like mean, meat, I, lentils. I feel like as humans, meat's supposed to be more of like a like a, an occasion, not like right? your daily thing. You get when you get, when you would not get an animal. Not three times a day. Yeah, exactly. When you'd get an animal like you hunted it that that's awesome mm-hmm. and you'd be you'd eat good yeah. for a couple of days and then you go back to eating berries and nuts and stuff and, right you know, right and then like every once in a while like yeah like industrial scale meat is not great for the planet it's not i just know people who literally eat meat every single meal yeah yeah totally and you're like that's nuts bro that's too no, much it's bad for you. yeah yeah totally so bad and it's so yeah. normalized and so it's like it should be a treat you yeah. know, and even or like I can accept fish. Like we eat fish all the time because I'm just yeah, like totally. you can eat. My main thing with fish is you can eat it raw, and yeah. you can't tell me that as a creature that can eat something raw, it's not normal or natural for me to eat it. It's yeah. like that just seems like crazy, right? It's like you can't just yeah, yeah. really you just eat rip it out beef. But like you can, you can eat fish, you can, but it's very, I, it's, yeah, it's still trickier than eating sushi at, yeah. at a restaurant. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I didn't eat any meat today, but I ate eggs. Like, I had mm-hmm. an egg in my potato salad, and I had a quiche for breakfast. I had regular soup for dinner. None of that was, like, meat. I feel like you can still get protein as a vegetarian if oh, you yeah, eat totally. eggs. And you don't have to just eat tofu, because I know people have feelings about tofu. As I well like tofu. Yeah. I love it. But it's I just, understand. like, processed. Yeah. It's it still yeah, processed. It yeah. But you can eat mi- mushrooms, quinoa. Yeah, yeah. Like Lots I said, there's a whole... good stuff. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Quinoa has as much protein in it as a lot of fish does. Really? It's crazy. Yeah, really? it has like a ton of fucking protein. It's crazy. And again, like rice and beans is like that perfect combination yeah, of like carbs best. and yeah. protein. Yeah. I love it. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. So, so good. Mm-hmm. And again, let's not pretend that like everyone who's not vegetarian has a great diet. That's what I always say. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. you with your like, oh, how do you get your protein? I'm like, I don't know. How do you get your fucking vegetables? Yeah, how do you get your fiber, you piece of shit? Like, <laughs> I eat at least. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm like, at least I eat seven fucking, you know, servings of vegetables a day. And I do get protein. Like, where the like, why aren't people being like, what the fuck do you eat? Yeah, protein's not the only thing you need, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck? I don't ever get sick either. Like, right? It's like, what does that tell you? Like, I don't need that much protein. Probably don't ever get constipated either. No, I'm just kidding. I do. Actually, no, not really. No, I don't. I poop every yeah. single fucking day. I uh, don't get constipated. I had no. to think about it, but I was like, no, yeah, there's not a day that goes by I don't shit a couple times. So, yeah, yeah. no. It, it's like, uh, it, it meets weird. But, again, it is a treat, and I'm not saying yeah. I never partake in it. Do. It's just something you shouldn't eat three times a day. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah, it, it was a thing that we ate because it was a lot of energy we can get in, you know, a smaller package as, you know, primitive humans. yeah, yeah. And yeah, and it tastes good. It's okay yeah, that it's we awesome. say it tastes good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's not the problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, because pe- that's everyone's argument too. They're like, but it tastes good. I'm like, that's not the issue I have yeah. with eating fucking animals. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that it tastes good. I was like, people might taste good. I don't want to eat that either. Are you a fan of all things horror? Do you love getting goosebumps and feeling the hairs on the back of your neck stand up? Then you won't want to miss Michaela Superstar of the Blunt Letters new podcast, Bleed With Me. Join Michaela and her guests as she takes you on a journey through the darkest corners of the human psyche, exploring the twisted and terrifying world of horror. From supernatural creatures to serial killers, Bleed With Me will leave you on the edge of your seat and begging for more. So turn off the lights, grab your headphones, and join Michaela Superstar of the Blunt Letters for Bleed With Me. Listen now on your favorite podcast app. Remember that that was a that was another hoax that went around years ago that it was like there was like Russians that were like or there was somewhere they were inhaling raw sewage and it had I forget the name of it and Ooh, it was getting up, yeah it was getting, but it, it ended up not being true but <laughs> wow it had, like a, it had like a funny name. yeah had a funny name it was called uh, <laughs> Genkem or something like that yeah Genkem oh, that's what it was called gross yeah that's nasty but it wasn't real but I would have tried it dude. You know, there's <laughs> John. I love you. <laughs> I would have tried it. I would have gave it a sniff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You always, you always are the one who will try. I'm always down it. to get high. That. It's why you're going through the portal. Yeah, yeah, I'll go through the portal. <laughs> Adventurer. Yeah, dude. I just really love to learn about poop and all the things that they're doing with it. Like, I would buy that, yeah. right? Like that they are doing <laughs> not all something. the things. Let's be honest. Not all the things. No, no. You don't want to see the two girls one cup. You know what I'm saying? The things we discuss in this episode are oh, useful. Yeah. You gotta be more specific because yeah. people are gonna Not start sending you some right. of the all the yeah, things. Like, you oh, you wanna see what they can do with it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wanna see a shot? You're so like right. I said, You're Not so porn, right. not porn. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking funny, bro. Also I had to clean a lot of public restrooms at restaurants and there's things me again me you don't yeah. wanna see people do with poop. So yeah. it's it's crazy. Yeah, you're the, right. It's crazy the places they can get it. Mm, it's like their medium yeah their artistic Yikes. fucking endeavors on the walls so anyway uh but yeah most things involved with poop is neat yeah, yeah. and it's always fun to talk about the poop chronicles with john yeah, yeah. We, we learn a lot you know yeah, yeah. i know I like it's it's really cool it's really evolved to learn about over the over the last couple of years interestingly i did know a little bit about the pooping in space because i read the mary roach book um like mission to mars or pooping in mars i don't know something about mars oh, yeah. that's cool yeah yeah and i speaking of her we're gonna do a, a podcast not too far in the future with scientist sarah and sean from bleed with me because they actually are have been friends just as i mean 
me and Sean met Sarah, I think, in junior high school, but we've all been friends since then, and he's, like, super stoked to talk to her. So we decided to do Mary Roach's Gulp, which is about farts in the elementary canal and all this other stuff. So we'll, we'll once again be talking a lot of farts and poops and yeah. burps and shit and a few... And nutrients. In, like, a month or two. I don't know. Give us a while. But we're going to catch up with those guys. And I just, I just want to say Mary Roach. It was weird because I was like, oh, I know that from that book. And then I was like, oh, here we are again talking about Mary Roach. Like, her books are so cool. They're really great nonfiction reads. Yeah, they're like, fun. They're just easy to really read. Really compelling, easy to read books. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's great. Yeah, really, really worth. Super it. cool. Stiff is great. Writer. The one yeah. about Mars is great. Gulp. I like Spook. Okay, I'm too much of a hippie. I was like, I don't know. I believe in ghosts. And then yeah. uh, I didn't want Gulp read that is one. good. Yeah, watch it. I didn't mm-hmm. read that. Anyway, so we'll be talking about Gulp because science. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Blunt Letters, your favorite science mm-hmm. podcast. I hope. Yeah. Stay tuned for more science and poops and fart science. I'm just saying, it's coming. There's more coming. Like, if you, you haven't had your fill, uh, 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 if you uh, aren't uh, flush uh. with excitement yet, <laughs> that's flush sound. Um, we're gonna talk more <laughs> farts, not in too far in the future. We promise. Yeah, bring your so chat. Stay tuned. Right. Bring your shots, wear it out. Yeah, thanks for being our guest, John. Yeah, it's always such a pleasure to Hell have yeah. you it's as my our favorite. Guest. Yeah, I hope to see you again soon sometime yeah. on the show. I'll see you. Soon. I'll see you in a couple of days, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Sweet. And don't forget to follow us no, on right. social media at the Blunt Letters on Instagram, Facebook tiktok youtube we got all kinds of cool stuff we got really cool stuff on the patreon we have our episode with isaac weissop the video uncut you can look at all our pretty faces yeah and you get the bonus content clip which is cut out of the public final cut of the episode so you'll get the director's cut oh shit (laughs) where we talk the ultimate conspiracy question mark ufos question mark Oh, yes. And also, you can just go to www.thebluntletters.com to be our Patreon or just follow us or listen to our show and stuff. So go there, buy things, read our blog. We have a lot of blogs. Yeah, or you can get tickets to our live show. If you go to the events page and follow the link to the Eventbrite ticket um, website, and you can come see us on October 14th in Oakland at uma gallery yes 3630 telegraph avenue we hope you come check us out hell yeah can't wait thanks a lot bye 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 because <laughs> we're snaking for so long you forgot but then it would just be like oh shit that's a that's my friend butthole right there and it was like your friend dirty butthole yeah 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 it was and it was like and farting all over each other just straight up stuck in traffic and It's like in your dick hole. Oh shit. Yeah, like it just that was normal. That was whatever. You had like crust in there. <laughs> Snakes don't have buttholes, they have slow acres. Two dicks and like Sarah's fucking big ass bush. <laughs> 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 yeah, and it was two like just like gross soft ass dicks, just like while we were and they were like moving while we were talking, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
That was the best time I've ever had in my life. <laughs>